Hendrix, you want to say hello? Don't eat the microphone. Hendrix, say hello. <laughs> Can you say hello? Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say yeah? Where's your nose? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you said right here. Sounds like that. Then you held the mic to his nose. No mic that was cute. Aww. Our little podcaster. Mm. You have a lot to say. Yeah. Is your birthday coming up soon, Hendrix? Can you say yeah? <laughs> Hendrix, is, yeah. It, is it your birthday yeah. soon? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, excuse <laughs> you. <laughs> hey there, and welcome to a new episode of Hot Marriage Cool Parents. You want to try that again? I just think I stuttered. <laughs> welcome to Hot Marriage Cool Parents. Yes, we have a great guest today, which is someone that has been highly requested and commented on, which is part three of... So, Psychic Trish, I can't stop talking to her because I'm just so intrigued by this. And also, like, as you can tell in the interviews, I'm trying to be really stoic and not show any emotion because I'm trying not to, like, direct her to the right answers, I guess, even though after listening to some of them, I was like, I feel like I did direct her, even though that's exactly what I was trying not to do. But, I mean, she said that she would see children crying or you know, she saw my grandpa or, you know, like all these different things. And then she'd start crying herself. And I tried really hard to stay stoic and strong and not like give her any inclination whether or not she's right. Cause I'm so skeptical of this all, but especially after you had like a first conversation and then if the second reading was done on another day, that's when I would start to be skeptical. What do you mean? Like she could look you up, you know, there's going to be a wealth of information that could be found. found. Yeah. She didn't know who I was until at the end of this, there's actually going to be two parts again, because I cannot, I'll never let the girl go. I'm like, can we just keep talking and talking? And as a matter of fact, I plan on having another meeting with her. I don't know if I'm going to share all in the podcast. Let me know, you know, on Instagram or via your amazing five-star reviews, which you know, we love, but, um, let me know if you do want more. If, I mean, I've been super transparent, just sharing them. It's honestly, it's just very interesting to hear what she says is, from like talking to the dead, essentially, like talking to my dad who's dead, who I never met, talking to my grandpa who's dead. And I mean, honestly, the one thing that made me feel like she is so legit is the fact that she knew that I didn't go to my grandpa's funeral. Like, how would she know that? I've never talked about that at all. And the fact that I've always been like insecure and sad and just like, just mostly sad that you know, my grandpa, who was such a great guy, I didn't even go to his service. And the reason I didn't go to his service was because I felt like I wasn't wanted there. Like, you know, my sisters and my brother and I, we all grew up and our mom was addicted to drugs. And so she was definitely the black sheep of the family. I feel like a lot of our family members like kind of thought that we would all just become drug addicts living on welfare and just like running around doing, you know, God knows what, because my mom had a lot of kids out of wedlock and she took back men who abused her and she, you know, used drugs, kind of got cleaned up, then started using drugs again. And then the cycle just continued and continued. And I'm just assuming, I mean, we lived in trailer parks and I'm sure that they probably thought, I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with trailer parks, but they probably thought we were just going to continue to live in a trailer park and never quote unquote better ourselves. But, um, and all of you have. Yeah. And actually, you know, my one sister still lives in a trailer. There's nothing wrong with trailers or trailer parks. The first home I ever owned was a trailer in a trailer park. And I'm so thankful for that. But I guess the moral of the story is that literally all of our family kind of like cut us out, us kids out, just the same way they cut out my mom, which in my opinion now is 
probably a large part of the reason why my mom even turned to drugs and continued to turn to drugs because she had nobody to support her when she had these five kids and men who beat her to a pulp. And now, you know, she's done drugs so much, unfortunately, that of course it affects your brain and the way you think cognitively and whatnot. And so I think that, you know, at least for me to be able to forgive her and not be bitter, it just helps me feel like, okay, well, this is the best my mom could do. And I can either love her and accept her as she is, you know, right where she's at, or I can just be bitter and be kind of hateful that she gave us kind of a really tough upbringing and none of our family members want anything to do with us because of, I guess, her behavior. But when did you come to tolerate your mom? Because I know that in the beginning, when we first got married, you would get very annoyed with her easily, just, you know, normal stuff like you felt like your mom should know. But you did. You took a complete turn to accepting or maybe tolerating or I don't know. But when was it? Uh, I mean, it's kind of like that question, like, when did you fall in love with your husband? When did you know he was the one? And I'm like, day one. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know if there was a time, like one time that the clouds opened and I saw the the light from above. And it was that moment. (laughs) It's kind of like for me, it's never really like this one time I can pinpoint, but it's like a progression of things. So first it started with me being concerned that she's dead and that I just didn't ever really forgive her while she was alive. I'm always scared. My mom, obviously, you know, Doug, like goes up missing all the time. Like you'll try to call her and get a hold of her. I won't hear from my mom for months and months at a time, no matter how many times me or any of my siblings try to reach out. She just doesn't get back to us. And obviously that's really, really hurtful, especially when you're a kid and you want your mom. But as I've gotten older, my fear kind of went from like a selfish thought, like I need my mom and I want her and now she's not here. And so I'm mad to like, oh my God, is she dead? And I didn't have a chance to talk to her. And the last thing I did say to her, I was like fighting with her or I was like mean to her. or I was angry with her. And so I started kind of, I don't know, just thinking like, oh my God, what if she's dead? And I don't want our last words to be like just such hateful yeah. words. And then of course, honestly, Henley, like when I became a mom, I was like, God, like being a mom is hard. It's a lot of effing work. It is so hard. And my mom had five kids. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I have a husband, like obviously Doug, like you do so much to help me with the kids. I don't know how I would do it as a single mom. And so shout out to all the single moms. I always say that. Or single dads. Or single dads. Even when you go away, literally it's like, how on earth could I possibly work? from just my normal job when I was a software salesman, like how would I be able to do this if we can't find any childcare and they have to be home? It is tough. Yeah. So needless to say, my mom had five and whether or not like that makes her irresponsible or whatever anybody wants to say, it doesn't matter. She had five kids by herself and she was Mm -hmm. just doing the best she could. And so I put up walls to guard my heart a lot. Obviously, you know that, Doug. And I just kind of took down that wall. I still kind of keep her at a distance. And I think it's okay to keep people, especially family members who you can escape in life, but maybe aren't always healthy for your psyche. You know, like for example, my mom, she continues to do very selfish things sometimes. So I just keep her at a distance and we have such a better relationship with a, the forgiveness that I just have done. Cause I've said it before, like forgiveness really is for yourself. It's not really so much for the person who needs forgiving. But anyways, now I just see her like once or twice a year. And that's if she makes it to like, you know, a special holiday. Yeah. Or something like that. But otherwise I I do, I reach out to her 10 times more than she ever reaches out to me. And I just have come to accept that. I mean, that's with all my family members, really like my sisters, I reach out to them 10 times more than they ever reach out to me. 
I just love my family and like want us to all be together. And <laughs> they're like, I'm freaking busy. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, but I don't know. That's what I've come to learn. But anyways, so needless to say, I never went to my grandpa's funeral, his service, because back then my aunt, I felt like she didn't want us there. Like I felt like we weren't really allowed because my older sister, Joanna, was, you know, according to my aunt, very dramatic and making a scene. And she said, do not come to his service if you're going to act like this. And so anyways, I mean, this is a long story, but I literally, this is when my grandpa was found dead and we were up at his house, you know, and the ambulance was there. And, you know, my sister Joanna was frantic and screaming. And, and in any case, I didn't feel welcomed. And so it was nothing about my grandpa. Like I loved him so much. I didn't even really know him that well because my mom, I'm telling you, like she was really like an outcast. And so I would see my grandpa like Christmases and he came to my graduation. I'll never forget this. I asked my mom to get my cap and gown because I just wanted her to be a mom so bad. So I would put her in charge of these tasks that were very like motherly, like for example, ordering the cap and gown. I don't know, like all my friends, I think I've talked about this before too. Like all my friends' parents ordered their kids as caps and gown. And so I just asked my mom to do that for me. And, you know, she said she did like she, you know, I don't know, but she didn't. And the day of the graduation, I find this out and my grandpa had actually come to see because I was the first person to graduate high school who was a female, you know, so it was a kind of like a big thing in our family. Like I actually graduated high school, especially because my mom was my mom. So I think my grandpa was really proud of me. And, you know, he didn't necessarily say so much, you know, like he was just a kind of a tough guy with not many words per se. But showing up says a lot. Yeah, it says a lot. And to this day, I'm still so mortified because when I found out my mom hadn't even ordered my cap and gown, and that seems like such a silly thing to get so upset about, but I literally was like bawling. And I was like, mom, I can't go now because you didn't order this for me. My grandpa's sitting there at the kitchen table like, holy crap. And then my mom was like, there's going to be extras there. Just ask to borrow someone's. I was like, you can't. Really? <laughs> yeah. I like literally thought about it in my head for a hot minute. I'm like, maybe there will be extras there. But I was like, but what if there's not? And then I'm just <laughs> like there, the only person without a cap and a gown. You know, I was like, I'd rather not walk and not embarrass myself like that. And I did. Like, I was so hurt by it that I just like threw a big tantrum. I mean, I was just turned 18 years old. So I was, you know, a teenager. And, and I like said sorry to my grandpa. And <laughs> I ran to the room and closed the door. And that's like one of the last times I saw my grandpa, which, yeah. So anyways, I didn't end up going to his funeral. And the fact that Trish, the psychic, that's the first thing she said about him. It was just very revealing to me. Like I've never shared any of those stories really before, at least. Yeah, not. you really haven't. Yeah. So like, even if she knew who I was, how could she have known that? Mm. And so anyways, that made me feel like confident that I would know, you know, and I got to be very, very honest. And I would say this to Trish as well. Like, I don't know that I trust everything that she says, because what if I led her to an answer or something, but that in particular, I guess she could have made it up and that could have That's been a big leap yeah, to find a connection. Though. Yeah. Like to me, I'm the biggest skeptic of all, but I'm like, there's a 1% chance that she could have thought of that, you know, that particular instance. And then that could have been right. Otherwise it would have just been hocus pocus. Hocus pocus. You make her sound like a witch. <laughs> I don't mean that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am so excited to get to our five-star reviewers and we do read all your comments 
comments, and there still are maybe a little bit less than 10 spots left to leave a five-star review, take a screenshot, and DM us because we are giving coffee on us to the first 50 five-star reviewers. Yes. Thank you guys so much, of course, for taking the time out. And we just wanted to say thank you by actually giving you something in return. So coffee on us, head to your favorite spot and leave a five-star review and you might get coffee on us. But this week's five-star review is so sweet, Doug. Yep. Comes from CMMTX84, who says, the best. I've been listening pretty much since the beginning and just love how real you guys are about life and everything. You are such an inspiration to people. Each week, I look forward to your next podcast. You are so entertaining to listen. I just love how real life it is. No glitz, kids in the background, etc. Keep being you and bring so much cook information to all the fans. I'm assuming that was auto spelled for good information, maybe, or cool <laughs> information. Yeah, no, that's so funny. Uh, and I love that she loves the fact that our kids are screaming half the time in the background or playing or talking. Because that's a real thing. And that, yep, that's super real. We literally <laughs> are recording this podcast. I love giving updates on all the different places that we've recorded this <laughs> podcast. We are currently in Hendrix's bedroom that's not quite set up yet because his crib is still in our room. And he, we have to get new floors. Yeah, we're getting first. new floors. And then we're setting up his room, but he turns one year old this month. It is May of 2021 and my baby is almost a year old. And he doesn't even know it. Yeah. And he doesn't have his two front teeth yet. Yeah. He's not even acting like his birthday's coming up. He's got two bottom teeth and that's it. He's trying to pop out four front teeth at the very same time. They're all trying to come out. But like right now, <laughs> my 11 and, a half, 11 and a half month old baby, there we go. He only has two teeth. Yeah. It's wild. And Henley is 42 months old. I'm going to just keep saying months because that's how my brother Matt said that he said Mason was, I think it was 50 something. But anyway, yeah. So before we get to Trish, which is going to come up really soon, we Oh, are, we have to talk about Marriott for a sight. We have to talk about Marriott for a sight. Oh my gosh. And just to let you know, next week will be a very special Merida at First Sight review because... Big Doug and Bonnie are back and it is about time. And it is the finale. Yeah. This is a huge moment for Merida at First Sight because... This is like when we find out if there are more people who are joining the still married club. Um, yeah. Either way, I consider them all a success, whether they get a divorce or not, because... Unless you're Jacob, who says he learned nothing from the process. Okay, then, you know what? If you learn nothing from the process, then yeah. you're not a success. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you have to learn something. And, you know, I think that he says that because he's upset because obviously it didn't work out very well with his wife, Haley. Um, yeah. But I still think that's kind of a bitter negative attitude, Jacob. Come on. I know. You know what? I find that a lot with dudes that really work out heavy and really spend time in their body and look real. They take offense to people not thinking that they look good. I mean, I guess I think that actually kind of makes a ton of sense. Right? Doug. I mean, when I was a lot bulkier and I was ripped in, you do have a sense of confidence. Yeah. You. And, and you work real hard for that body. So you're like, and you a lot of like it. Yeah. A lot of people look and they say, okay, we respect that. But the person that doesn't, especially if it's of the opposite sex, then you're just like, what is wrong with her? So maybe that's going on. I don't know. But the truth of the matter is, Doug, is that you had that hot rockin' bod when we got married and I wasn't immediately attracted to you and you did not act the way that Ryan did. You were so patient and mm -hmm. understanding and like you were so confident, really. You're like, oh, I'll win her over. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I was thinking long term, just knowing that we would get to know each other. And if it worked out great, if it didn't, not 
the end of the world. I kind of love that philosophy. And I, I mean, I want to be more like that. I think you've taught me to be more like that because before I was very much like Ryan, like all or nothing. And if you're not in, then we can't even be friends. And Well, we could start with Ryan and Clara because I don't think you're like Ryan. Oh, I didn't mean Ryan. I meant Jacob. Oh, okay. I was going to I always Ryan say before. Ryan and I yeah. mean Jacob. Oh, yeah. Well, we can start with Jacob and Haley because, I mean, there's nothing going to happen with that relationship. I think it's oh, no. been over for quite a few weeks. Yeah. Um, the only big thing that they really had was that Jacob left the couple's retreat without even telling Haley. And I don't know if they expected to say goodbye to each other or even just say, I'm going to leave. But I think a cordial goodbye is always nice with anybody like, hey, see you later, you know, but I don't know. They're roommates at this point, Haley and Jacob. So I think I said this before. I don't think that there's any shot for them for next week. But a couple that does have a shot and I think that'll stay together is Eric and Virginia. I really like Eric and Virginia. I know that they're both, I don't know if I would say hotheads or just opinionated. You know what they are? They're both verbal. And I think that like a lot of people are. don't necessarily like one or the other because of it. But you know what? I think though, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but they are very vocal, but it only seems that we see some of the negatives. Like anytime that they discuss or they're really open and emotionally available, we get to see a lot of what their insecurities are because that's what a lot of the talk is. So I don't know if, you know, I'm still trying to find if that's been their entire experience there or if we just don't see a lot of the good that's happening. I mean, I just feel like Eric is definitely right in the sense that they do need to live together. They're married and yeah. I don't know any marriage that does good if they're separated, you know? Like I know there's long distance relationships and those can work, but man, like they just got married and I feel like it'd be such a struggle for them to live in different homes like it'd be a step back i think i think so too and i just think if they really want to work it out and be together for the long term they definitely got to live together so i'm hoping virginia i don't know kind of kind of sees you know what his point is on that because i definitely see his i mean i understand hers too but that's definitely something that they're gonna have to overcome is like where are they gonna live are they gonna live together well something that we went through with the experts and something that virginia had said was they have very high highs and very low lows and the experts always told us that there's going to be highs and lows but you want to try to keep it constant where there's not too high or too low you want to keep a steady go at it because then it just doesn't seem like it's the end of the world when the low happens. Well, I mean, speaking of steadiness, Ryan and Clara, I feel like Ryan is like, I don't know, steady as they come. And that may or may not be a good thing for Clara because she's definitely a high and a low kind of girl too. And she's very much expressed that she wants intimacy. So for Mm -hmm. those of you guys who haven't watched this season, Clara is all but like begging her husband to have sex with her. Like she's, you know, sexually attracted to him. They've been married and he says that he's attracted to her too. And so she's like... According to her, she's been giving and giving and receiving nothing. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with these two because I honestly thought they were like, rock solid in the beginning. And then as we get closer to decision day, I'm like, I don't know if Ryan, I don't know if he's into her or I feel like he holds back on the cameras. Like he, yeah, I could see he that. He doesn't give a lot. I could see that for sure. But he basically tells her that no matter what happens, they'll always be friends. Which and- is great to hear. <laughs> I mean, that's not very reassuring. <laughs> Poor Clara. I don't know what's going to happen with them. Paige and Chris, they're, gosh, <clears throat> we're not even going to talk about them. I feel yeah. awful for Paige. And honestly, I feel like Chris, he just, you know, I don't know. I try to see like the silver lining of different situations. And it's really hard to see that one with him because yeah. he just 
wronged her and wronged her and wronged her. And I mean, unless you're his baby mama, like, yeah. I don't know if he res- has much respect. Like he had more respect for his baby mama than he did for his own wife. All but- right. Now imagine this. Okay. Just picture really quick on Paige and Chris. I have in my head that at the six year reunion, we are going to find out. Six month, you mean? Six months. Yeah. That would be weird. <laughs> at the six month reunion, uh, because they always get everybody back together. I think that Chris is the kind of person that as soon as the show's over, let's say they're not going to stay together. They can at this point. But I feel like he's one of the guys that would string her along still after the show and still continue to talk. And I really hope at the six-month reunion that we do not find out that they were hanging out. Um, Hendrix piping in. I'm actually nursing Hendrix right now in case you hear a baby nursing. I don't know why I have that in my head because I don't know if he sees the divorce and this is a failure. And I feel like he is vindictive and will try to string her along. I hope that she just, you know, he can change and be a great guy, but I feel like after all that she's been through with him, Mm -hmm. that like maybe that wouldn't be a good... She just shouldn't go down that route and he shouldn't really ask her to. That that seems like it would be quite selfish of him and very, very rude. But our last couple, which is definitely kind of the shining star couple of the season, is Brianna and Vincent. I feel like she has been steadily like herself. I mean, right from day one, she's claimed in, well, she didn't claim, but like her family and friends were like, oh, she's a boss. Like she's bossy. And that's Which just- Which is damaging in my opinion. I don't think that that's would, damaging. That would be a little annoying for me. You know, like if your whole family, because then now in my head, any little thing that you tell me to do is going to be, be like heightened bossy. to be like, she's trying to be too much of a boss and I need to take it back a step. Yeah. Well, so. I like what Vincent Cousin said because he kind of gave Vincent another perspective on his wife's bossy nature. He just said that he feels like it could be a good thing for Vincent in particular to be with someone who's always going to be direct with him. But I guess Vincent's still a little hesitant anyways because things haven't worked out with those type of personality types in the past. But honestly, I feel like these two are a really good match. And like, whereas Vincent can kind of get, I don't want to say whiny, but like, you know, I guess like easily upset. Like Vincent. Like the whole dancing thing. Yeah, exactly. She just doesn't take crap. And so they could be literally a perfect couple if you ask me. Um, This is six weeks, six or eight weeks, whatever it was, you know. They're not going to be able to figure out that compromise that works for both of them for a while, you know, but they have enough strengths and they have enough about them that, you know, I think that they'll be in it for the long haul. Yeah. Well, Doug, I think it's time we share about our amazing sponsors and then bring on Trish because this little boy is nursing. So I'll let you share about the sponsors and I'll go feed our son. And But guys, this interview, I mean, this is part three with Trish. And uh, I can't wait to hear what you guys think of it because it's it's really good. Okay. And first up is Rebate Key. Now, who doesn't love a great deal? And Rebate Key is absolutely free to use. It's super easy. And it gives you cashback bonuses on items that you already purchased. Now, when you go to RebateKey.com, they are partnered with certain online retailers, which are most of the major ones. So Amazon, Walmart, Etsy, and you can get up to 100% cash back for things that you're already buying. Now, when you search rebatekey.com, you look for items. They have everything from gadgets to cooking wear to everything, anything you could possibly imagine. And what'll happen is you make that purchase on the original retailer's price 
And depending on the percentage off, you get that sent back to you as a cashback bonus. Now, I bought Henley a basketball net, which is now outside of our pool. We use it every day, but the basketball net, I think, was $25 that I got on Amazon. Now, it was 70% off on rebate key. So I went to Amazon. I made the purchase. I put in my order number at rebatekey.com, and I just got my check in the mail for the cashback. So for 70% off. Now, Rebate Key, they update their items and special deals every single day. So it's a lot of fun to check back in. They have new stuff all the time. More importantly, though, it is absolutely free. There's no catch. They will never ask for your credit card information. It is super safe and, again, free. So if you want to look up some deals, if you're an online shopper and you are looking for some discounts, you will not leave Rebate Key's site next time you go to buy something. So check out rebatekey.com. Just go to rebatekey, that's R-E-B-A-T-E-K-E-Y.com, and you can start earning cash back today. Rebatekey.com. All right, so for students, for marketing teams, for startups, nonprofit, entrepreneurs, Canva Pro will be your new best friend for any design ideas, social media posts, if you're looking for story slides, for companies, for marketing teams, Even if you're just looking to use Canva Pro on your own as a beginner, there is so many different creative ideas that you can complete here. Canva Pro is a quick and easy way and affordable way to design whatever you need. Okay, so they have everything all in one place, including a collection of over 75 million premium photos, videos, audio, graphics, whether it's a logo that you're trying to create. Us personally, Jamie's digital course, Become Body Positive, all of those story slides that we put into each and every course, those were done through Canva Pro. We love it. It makes it super easy to create anything, to share, to collaborate along with different time sales. I mean, they really just simplify and speed up the creative process immensely. It's absolutely next level. And Canva Pro will even tell you there is no idea too big or too small. So no matter what skill level you are, what you're trying to achieve as far as being creative or to design really anything, check out Canva Pro. If you haven't checked out Canva Pro, Here's a way to get a free 45-day extended trial when you use our promo code, so canva.me slash hotmarriage to get your free 45-day extended trial. That's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash hotmarriage, canva.me slash hotmarriage for your free 45-day extended trial. And last but certainly not least, Ana Luisa Jewelry, which is now just in time for Mother's Day. So you still have time. Ana Luisa Jewelry, I got Jamie a mama necklace. Unbelievable craftsmanship and quality. They are carbon neutral. They have super affordable prices. So they have jewelry just starting at $39. There's no luxury markup. But Jamie got a mama necklace, and she also got these mini hoop earrings that were just in time for Mother's Day. Absolutely love it. Very affordable. They have new jewelry collections released every Friday. So whether it's for a mother, which, you know, there's there's really no amount of stuff that I could give to my mom to repay her for what she's done for all of us kids forever. But this is definitely a way for you to send some appreciation, along with the fact that they're crafted with the best noble metals and they offer a 365-day warranty. Pretty incredible. So think about the important women in your life, whether it's a mom or just maybe even it's yourself. 
Check out Ana Luisa Jewelry. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com. And when you use the promo code or use a backslash hot marriage MD, you get 15% off all of their products. That's Ana Luisa dot com backslash hot marriage MD. A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com backslash hot marriage MD and get 15% off the Ana Luisa Jewelry products. Okay, enough from me, enough from our sponsors. Let's get to the interview with Jamie and her new psychic best friend, Trish. Thank you for being like, whatever you see, I would love full transparency and honesty. Like you don't have to worry about saying anything wrong. Okay, because there's some stuff I wanted to say, but because I felt that I was recorded on your podcast, I don't know what people know and not know. But yeah, when your well, dad, your dad is still with you right now. I could see him. Like, you know, I see the dead people, right? Mm-hmm. So your dad still present in the beginning when we met as well. Mm-hmm. But there's things that happened to you in your life that I'd be able to know, but I was so scared to tell you. No, I would love you to tell me. And it's okay. Cause I'm pretty much a wide open book. Cause I'm shaking. Why? What are you seeing? Because there's things that I see that happened to you from when you were a child. So that's why I'm kind of like shaking. That's why. Yeah. What do you see? Um, you go up, get two boys and two girls. Okay. So you don't think twins? I don't see twins. Boo. And I know you want twins so badly. I do. But that doesn't mean I'm going to get them, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't see them. I could be wrong. This is so weird. I don't know if you realize, but you have like a little heart right here. Oh, I can't see it. But do I? Yeah. What does that what mean? Is that? On your first hand. The right hand. Yeah. And there's a little heart right there. Oh, I think you're better at reading it. I don't. Oh, I do see it. I think an indent. Yes. Wow. You know what that means, right? No, I I guess you're not the palmist, but yeah. You must have a children that came, but it died or something like that. Because usually when you have four kids and you see that on your palm, that means there was one alive, but he died. That's what it means. So it will always going to be in your heart. Oh my God. Really? Alive, but he died. Yeah. I do have one that was alive and died. And um, you hold it. I see you, your dad says something about you holding it. Your dad was with you at that time. You felt there was some presence standing there. So you were holding it like this. He said. Yeah, but he was still there and he was so petite. Like, yeah, he didn't understand why he was so formed because that's why the heart is there because he was fully formed. Oh man, yeah, that was our first son. Because your dad showed me the way because I see the vision too. So the way you were holding it. Uh huh. Sorry. Wow. Thank you. That's so that's interesting. <laughs> I know that's what palm is, right? I study palmistry and I know that that's the way I'm able to tell the children. I just feel by next year, I see that you will have probably around, I could be wrong, March to May, and you'll have a new children. Okay. So pregnant around July. Okay. But other than that, your relationship, you have no knots, which means that you have no issue with your relationship. It's only bickering, which is normal in all relationships. But usually when you see not, that means get out of the relationship. But yours is like, wow. Really? Yeah. I think that your husband have a lot of patience. Yeah, he does. <laughs> that's for sure. Right. So that's what the palm is really nice. It's really rare. I see nice palm. Like mine, I don't have issue either. But what I'm seeing is other people is like really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to ask you a question too from your palm on your side. I don't know if your mom told you 
I see that you were premature. Huh. I don't know if you knew that. She never told you that, right? Mm -mm. You came like a couple of weeks before. And also, I feel that when you were younger, you had a couple of health issues. But throughout, you're such a strong woman that you went through it. Huh. Okay. I could be wrong, but that's what I see in the palm here. I was going to say, I don't think I've had any health issues, but... Not bad. It's just like you keeping everything in your stomach. Oh, yeah, actually. This is going to sound like wild, but mm -hmm. one time I... I think I had so much stress just that I like was bleeding like a lot out of my bottom and not like, yeah. like it was a lot. And, and to, you to, thought that you had cancer because, you know, yeah. you, I ended up having a colonoscopy. They, yeah. And they had nothing. They showed nothing. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm, I'm smiling because I could see it from your hand. I know it sounds cuckoo, but <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I didn't even think about that. For, you know. You're such a strong lady from your hand. This is your health line from here to here. And I see, I don't want to tell you when you're going to die, but you're dying like probably in almost 100 years old. Yes. Thank you. I needed to hear that. Oh, no, it's true. Look, look at your line. It's like right to the end in the bottom here. Is that how you know? Yeah. That's if awesome. it would have been shorter, I wouldn't tell you, but because I'm so excited to see that your line is so down there, I'm like, oh my God, you're lucky compared to me. <laughs> no mine is like right here which means i probably will die at seven years old oh really yeah but that's okay i always see through your heart and to your soul okay interesting i know everything that is in your head will tell you like all your future and that's all through your palm interesting i know <laughs> people that say i'm cuckoo but i'm i'm a good cuckoo right yeah no i love it <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so like I said, I just don't see any other surgery at all either. One, two, three, five. In five years, I think that you're going to stop having kids after five years. Hmm. My God, you're going to be so close to each other. <laughs> wow, okay. So you already have two, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to have another girl and another boy. Mm -hmm. But it will be less than five years. That's kind of good because I'm getting older. Oh, so It is? Mm -hmm. okay, I'm like making a face. I'm like, um, I don't know. <laughs> I need to all the kids. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I have no kids. No kids? No. Did you want kids or no? Yeah, I wanted kids, but I had a medical malpractice and I tried to go to court and they said, I don't think you will win, but yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. That's, That's okay. And I think, you know, why it's because I was able to do readings and do, you know, even with the car accident I got, that's why I'm, I'm here doing this full time, right? Mm -hmm. There's always a reason why. Yeah, that's true. So I take the positive out of that. Yeah, good for you. That's awesome. You have to. Yeah, absolutely. Is that okay? Your dad say hi to you? Oh, yeah. I would love to say hi to him. I want to say something here. He said something about the guilt that you have. Something to do that your dad wanted a granddaughter, like he wanted to you to have a daughter or something like that, just to let you know that even though it's physical, it's not there. He was wishing in his life that he would have had a granddaughter. So just to let you know, he's still your daughter, he's still your little boy, because you have a girl and a boy. You mean in heaven or? No, I right here. No, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have a girl and a boy. Yeah. Yeah. So he said that he saw them and that he see them all the time. Aww. That's awesome. Your little girl is very, very, very smart. And she, you wonder where she's coming from because you're like, she's like acting like she could be like 10 years old, kind of. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that your dad said, do not feel guilty 
I wanted to say something last time. I'm not sure if I told you, but your dad looks like you. The only thing that doesn't look like you is the eye. You have a little bit bigger eye than him. Yeah. And his eyes is more like small, but you have his long face. <laughs> That's interesting. And you have his nose and you have his cheek. So you took more of his side than you took your mom's side. I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that. He's very handsome. Yeah. I saw a picture of him once and he Sorry. is. Sorry. <laughs> He is handsome. I feel yeah. shy now. <laughs> no, he is very, very handsome, handsome man. So yeah. you look like him. That's awesome. Also, he said, do not feel any guilt. I don't know why there's so much guilt around. He said, because he said, not feeling any guilt. I think you told me that last time, but I don't remember. But I know he's telling me that again. Something that you tried to find him before. And after that, he died. Mm-hmm. you found him or something like that he said that you found him but you were not able to see him or something i don't understand uh well he died before i found him but he was already dead when i found him like he had okay. just died two months prior oh my god yeah so he doesn't want you to feel any guilt he said we all have our time and it was meant for you to probably not see him because you could have been so devastated and i don't think you would live like like you will live right now hmm. Because maybe that would have been our human and say, why all my life he didn't search for me? Why that you, Jamie, had to search for him? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. So he doesn't want you to feel any guilt. I know that you do. But just let it go. Just to say that you will meet him on the other side one day. Okay. Uh, but he wanted to say thank you for your strength. And you took the strength from your dad. I don't know why. I don't think he was drinking or something. But I see a lot of glass. I see a lot of table. I see a bar. So I don't know what he's trying to say. Was he like a carpenter or was he a restaurant, like working in a restaurant or, or owning a restaurant? Because yeah. He's standing by behind a bar. So I don't know what he's trying to say, but I see him with glass, but he's not a drinker. And I'm like, what? So he doesn't drink? I'm not an alcoholic. That's what I mean. Like, it's not an alcoholic, but I see him behind the bar. Yeah, he did have a restaurant. Oh, oh my God. So he just wanted to tell you that you took his side. Yeah. I could see that. To own a restaurant, that's big. Yeah. So that's why you're good to do business, right? Mm-hmm. And he said that he's proud of you. Aw. It's like I'll say that, that generation to generation, even though I don't want to tell you that. What's he say? He said you were the boy that he never had. I was well, the boy? In simple word that you were like a boy that will take care of a family. He said that you were the boy that he never had. It's like oh. kind of joking way to say that you were so strong. Even though you look like a woman, but interesting. <laughs> Your dad is funny. But anyway, <laughs> it's sad though because you never met him. Yeah. But you always wonder why they left you. I honestly never thought that he knew who I was. Like I never thought he knew that I was even no. alive. No, he didn't even know that your mom was even pregnant. And your mom, it seemed to me that your mom was a party woman. I'm looking at him showing me in a house and there's like man there's woman there's like a big huge party and he met her at a party i want to cry again oh why because your dad saying that you know when they're young right yeah they're just going and doing foolish things uh-huh but your mom was a huge drinker i don't know if you knew that but i guess your mom was in drugs too i don't know if you know that but yeah no i know that so when your dad met her he just had sex with her it's not like he was his boyfriend sorry that's okay. But in a way that he is happy that he had a good girl, that you became so much a good girl, that he's so happy that he gave you to birth because now that he see you from up there, that he knows, he's kind of proud to know you now. Aww. Because he's seen you each day. Um, 
You don't speak to your mom right now, do you? I do. Not a lot, but yeah, I do. Okay. But you said to me that each time you're talking to her, there's always argument. From your young childhood, um, you and your mom collapsed together. Like You can't get over it, you said. And you will never. Yeah. And you will never forgive her for what she done to you. And also to not have to find your dad sooner either. Because she was no help. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like I've forgiven her though. But you don't think I have? Not fully. Yeah. I have a guard up with my mom, you know. But I do feel like I've forgiven her and I want to forgive her. Because why hold a grudge, you know? Correct. But it's still in the back of your mind, your dad's dad. Because it's still up there. And even though you have your guard up, it's just... Each time you see her, it reminds you of what happened when you were young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. So, yes, you're a big forgiver. You will forgive everybody, but it's still in the back of your mind. So, in a way, it's good because if something happened to your mom one day, at least you won't have to feel guilty. Because at least you were still in turn with your mom, even though you still have, like, argument. That's fine. Mm-hmm. At least, like you said, at least you're at turn with her, but you will never forget. Forgive, but not forget. Yeah, that's exactly how I live. I forgive her but I'll never forget of course forget. yeah no. so your dad gave me a number six could it be the month of June maybe you're born in June or something I don't know uh, yeah. yeah I was born in June okay that's why he said a significant number about the number six which means he knows about that so it's just for you to prove that he's here with us so it's just giving they giving numbers sometimes they'll give me names and sometimes they'll give me different things for you to know that he's with you uh because okay. i know last time he was saying about her lake remember and i see yeah. him standing in the lake and watching the lake and that one time i see you at the lake so yeah. i didn't understand that remember last time Mm-hmm. So they always giving you stuff to show that they always with you, even though they're not here physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been trying to keep an eye out for signs, you know. Right. They're hard to find and they're hard to come. Okay. Um, I don't know how to see this, but yeah, so that's why I think you need today a proof of him being with you. So the number 06 met June, I guess. Don't tell me you're Gemini. I am. I'm Aquarius. I don't know a whole lot about astrology signs. Uh That's why I get connected to you. My husband is Libra. Okay. So Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra, they're a good gang together. Oh, okay. So we're all air signs. That's why I feel a connection with you because you're Gemini. Did you want to know anything else about your dad or did you want to do something else? Did you want to do cart today or whatever that you feel like? Um. Well, if my dad's saying anything else, or if, if he wants to say anything else, then of course, I would love to talk to him more. But I'm open to anything, really. Okay. So yeah, talking about the sign, he said he doesn't give you much shine because you're too busy. So if something happens that will be odd, then you'll know it's him. But other than that, if it's rare that it happens, like if you hear like noises on the wall, or something to do with the electronic, right? Mm-hmm. You will know it's him. Okay. But because you're so busy with your children, they're like so young. Your dad said that time for you to relax is really rare. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Are you like a go, 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 go? Yeah. <laughs> it's good though. You're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a basement? Um, I do in New Jersey. Yeah. In one of my homes, I do. I'm smiling. <laughs> you know why I'm smiling, right? No, the basement is not finished. So one time, I don't know if you remember that. I'll write it down and I'm sure you will remember. 
One time you were downstairs and you heard in some pipe weird noise and you thought it was the pipe. Uh, just to let you know it was not the pipe, it was him trying to knock on the pipe. Wow. So you remember that time? I think there's been a couple times yeah. down there. Yeah. So I'm just confirming that's him that knock on that pipe. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Because yeah. you want to say, I'm here, you know, I'm here. Even yeah, if you're that's... busy, it's still going to show you somehow, even if it's rare. But when it happens, you're like, oh, my God, this is weird. Did I just heard anything or is just me imagining my, uh-huh. my, my head? But no, you're not imagining in your head. It's, it was him. Wow. That's really yeah. cool. It is cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that your dad is a flirter, like he likes to flirt. Uh, I heard that. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. I don't know how much you knew about your dad, but he said he likes to flirt and he's a ladies' man. <laughs> and he said that you make men cry too, that he knows that. Because he said that he had a feeling that you took him so much of his side that you make men cry. I hope not, but I know that maybe in the past, but they were maybe not the best boyfriends, you know? Like, I know. Um, he asked about his sister. Did you met? Yeah, I was actually kind of hoping he would bring up more of his family. Okay. So yeah, I have met, you know, his sister. Okay. He's giving me, I don't know, I'm having a hard time because of my French, but it sounds, I don't understand what he's trying to tell me. Louisa, something I don't understand. Louisa? Uh, I don't understand what he's trying to say. Can you try one more time? Because I'm just curious if it's something, like maybe it's his sister's name. I don't know. Okay. Does he have more than one sister? Because he's showing me two sisters. Yes. But I'm trying to understand the name of the girl. You said, does it sound like Louisa? Is that what you're saying? It sounds like it's like Louisa or Yandra or something to do with. So the one sister is Luann. Okay. So that's weird. Okay. But he's saying another name. So I don't know if it's a nickname he gives to her. I don't know. What is the name then? It sounds like Louisa, L-U-I-S-A. Louisa. I don't know. But maybe he's trying to say Luann. I don't know. But I'm going to try to ask him if it could be L-O. Do you talk to him in your brain? Like in your no, mind? No, I'm, I'm listening to him. So that's L-O-U. Is that Luandra? Is that a real name? I don't know. Okay. I wrote L-O-U-N-N. So I don't know if that's how he spelled the name of her sister, but he said it's Luandra. So maybe that's her real name, but you guys call her Luan. He said L-O-U-N-D-R-A. It could be, I suppose. I have no idea. If you're still talking to her, you could ask her if her nickname is Luan because you said it's Luan. But he says L-O-U-N-D-R-A. Okay. Yeah. I so find thought... out her name, Luandra, if it is a real name. And okay. I don't want you to freak out when you ask her because you're going to say, oh, my God. That would be shocking. Yeah. Trish really talked to my dad about her. Yeah, she would probably be surprised about yeah. that. But he has two sisters, he said, though. Yeah, he does. So did you ever met the other one? Uh-huh. He said he was not as close to her. So Luandra, I'm going to write Luandra because that's what he told me. Uh, Luandra was really close to your dad. But yeah, um, they had such a good time together. He missed that. Oh, that's sad. All right. So what do you think, Doug? I can't wait to hear part four. Yeah, we do have another part for you guys. <laughs> My jaw hits the floor all the time. You know what? Listening yeah. to it, you try to pick it apart. Yeah. 
You try to be like, oh, Jamie Hendrix alluded to that. So too. I know. Jamie said that, or, you know, that's a little bit off. But I mean, just being in the ballpark, I think, is pretty astounding, especially not giving anything to her other than just your phone call. Yeah. I mean, I want to talk to her as much as I can and kind of record it all because what if any of this stuff comes true that she's predicting? Yeah. I that- want I want to go on a ghost hunt with her. <laughs> I don't think I would. Oh my gosh. I, I'm scared that ghosts would like flock to her. It just seems like it. But anyways, yeah. We, ghosts next week, would flock to her. Yeah. I mean, she carries holy water everywhere she goes. So that'll definitely be a fun episode for next week. And remember, you can find out everything Hot Marriage Cool Parents by going to our Instagram page or going to either Jamie or I on social media. Also, I do want to mention again, a beautiful piece of jewelry that Jamie absolutely loves and someone that we mentioned during the sponsors. Oh my God, this jewelry is so beautiful. Yeah, so Ana Luisa has jewelry that starts at just $39. They have new jewelry collections released every Friday. So definitely check them out. You can go to Ana Luisa, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, dot com slash hot marriage md that's anna luisa dot com backslash hot marriage md and get 15 percent off all products and we love you and wear a mask and we'll see you later bye guys